I know it's a struggle. I know it's a struggle. If you've ever grappled with how do I pitch myself to podcasts? How do I book television engagements? I don't even know really what to say. Or if you've pitched and it was not fruitful, then we've got you. Soon we are hosting our back to school week, which means we're taking one day every week to go in on how to get more publicity. On day one, we're talking about podcast interviews. Our last session resulted in one of our uh, students booking her dream podcast within 48 hours of taking our class. We're also talking about how to get media coverage, how to book speaking engagements for yourself that are paid by the way. And then finally, how to build social proof so that you're taking seriously as a thought leader. All that information at tellpublicrelations.com slash back to school. And it's the lowest price we'll ever be offering before we take this content and turn it into a course, which we'll be charging six times more for. So it's worth you going ahead and jumping in to take the live workshop right now. Hope to see you over there. You're listening to Tell Me in 10, a publicity podcast for female entrepreneurs on the go. I'm your host, Danielle Byer Jackson, a high school teacher turned publicist and the founder of Tell Public Relations. And on this show, I'm teaching you everything you need to know to increase your visibility and enhance your reputation, all in 10 minutes or less. All right, ladies, class is in session. This week, we're speaking very briefly about the right and wrong way to slide into the DMs of a person who you're asking to speak at your PR event. So whether this is a virtual summit or some kind of online conference, all of these particular events being uh, very popular since the pandemic began. And now that we're going into in-person events again, which I don't know what that landscape's going to look like over the next couple of months as the different variants um, continue to develop and spread. But either way, you are likely having some kind of event where you're asking someone else to partner with you and to lend their voice to the conversation, to give some kind of dynamic presentation to your audience. But both being a speaker who's been invited to events and a publicist trying to book our clients for events, there are some things that we we need to talk about because I feel like maybe etiquette uh, of, you know, inviting a speaker is uh, we're not on the same page. Let me say it like that. So I'm going to give you some do's and don'ts and maybe some of these you were doing unintentionally. So I want you to listen in terms of the perspective of somebody who's booking a speaker for your PR event that you're using to get visibility. But I also want you to kind of, you know, invert these tips if you want to be a paid speaker so you know how they should be coming to you because they need to be coming correct you got it okay so we're speaking speaking primarily here about budget so here are some things i want you to keep in mind as you're determining okay well what should my budget be for speakers the first thing i want you to think about when you're reaching into the dms of a potential speaker is have you looked at the market rate or the market value of somebody to speak for an event similar to yours. So you should be looking up events that are similar to yours. If it's an online two-day conference, you know, what are other people doing for online two-day conferences? Because that might look different than if you were to bring her cross-country to speak in person. Okay, what's it look like for the particular duration that you want her to speak? Is she sitting on a panel and you want her to lend her voice as a as a part of a, a broader um, presentation? Or is she doing the keynote for the event and everything's leading up to her speaking? All those things matter when determining your rate. 
The second thing is to consider her social proof. Now, if you yourself are a speaker and you're like, I want to get paid to speak, um, let me pause for a second because we give classes specifically on how to pitch yourself to speak and the things that are required of you to make yourself look really good so that it's a no-brainer that they would pay you uh, the rate that you're um, requiring. Whether it's testimonials from other people saying, yes, she came to our event, she rocked it, she made the experience, trust me, you won't make a mistake booking her. Where does that live? Whether it's in video format, which I prefer because it humanizes the testimonial more, whether it's in text, but what receipts do you have that give proof that I have done this before? So from the perspective of the booker, of the person who's bringing somebody on for your PR event, what receipts does she have? If she has, I'm sorry, I'm just going to say a really cute, well-branded Instagram account. That's great. I recently heard a story from a colleague of how she booked somebody to speak at her event because she loved her Instagram content and she told me how embarrassed she was afterwards because the woman was not a good speaker. She couldn't string her thoughts together. She was backpedaling. She was saying, um, she looked nervous. Oh, but in those edited videos and those cute little branded Canva flyers, you wouldn't know. You just like her vibe. You like her branding. What receipts does this person have that they can do the thing that you want them to do well? The next thing you need to consider when you're booking a speaker for your PR event is their unique offering and take that into consideration when you're trying to determine how much to pay them. If they're speaking to something so niche or if their presentation style is so unique and dynamic and noteworthy, that's something that is worth noting and taking into account and factoring in when you're determining what to pay them. If you know you can't get somebody else to speak the way that they do about the thing that they speak about, that is something that really boosts their unique selling proposition and that's worth investing in if I know I can't find a replacement. So are they talking about something that's pretty saturated and there's so many competitors and she's not available to speak, I've got hundreds of others to choose from? Those kinds of things come into play. The second thing, is she seen as a thought leader of some sort in her realm. So is she teaching other people who do what she does? That's something to consider as well. That means she's higher up in the ranks. And finally, would she be an asset to your reputation? So what I mean is, is having her at your event something that makes you look good? And finally, what are her years of experience? How long has she been doing this thing that she does? How many years of practical application does she have for the thing that she's speaking to? A woman who has six months of experience is going to get paid differently than a woman who's been in the game for 20 years. So again, if you're inverting this information right now and you're trying to figure out the things that you should factor in as you determine your own personal speaking rate, that is one of them. And I'm going to digress for a second in terms of being a newbie coming into the speaking game and wanting to get paid immediately. Yes, that is possible. But if this is your first time, you have no social proof, you have no videos or images of you facilitating some kind of big discussion or on stage, if you have not done this before, if you're still trying to figure out your speaking topics, you don't really know what to talk to, you don't know how to begin and and end your presentation for 25 minutes, then how do you expect that this person's going to come out the gate and pay you? You need to start with doing free engagements because the exchange that you're getting is the experience and the social proof. You should be taking videos. You should be taking pictures. You should be getting testimonials. That's what you get in response um, or in exchange rather for your time 
because you're also getting practice and you need social proof to extract from those experiences to leverage for later. Let's say you're you're hearing this and you're like, okay, that's all great, but I don't have a freaking budget for speakers. One, you need to come out the gate expecting that they have a rate. It is very insulting when you come in with like, hey, would you speak? And you don't offer any kind of exchange is insulting. You have to assume they have some kind of rate. Now, if you absolutely don't have any budget, be transparent about that because it can be collaborative and you all can work something out. So here's what I mean. The very first thing you should do is offer something. So make note of not having a budget in the email and say, hey, we can't offer traditional monetary exchange. However, and this is where you list what's in it for them, because to expect them to do it for free and there's literally nothing in it for them, you're asking for a favor. And that's totally different than a business exchange. So whether your platform is larger than theirs, so they'd be happy to do it because they're happy with the level of exposure they'll get. If you can offer um, commission off of every ticket price, if you can offer, we'll cover your accommodations. I personally have just been invited to speak at a particular event. And at first I was like, uh, I don't know, I'm not feeling it. But they're offering to cover my accommodations. I'll be there for a while. Food, drinks, plane, uh, everything. Some of the women who will be at the event are people I've wanted to kind of rub shoulders with for a little bit they are women who I've I've been dying to meet the audience um that's going to be at the event matches my target audience. So there's a lot of benefit for me, but that was my personal determination to make. And I thought, you know what? I'll do this one and waive my rate in exchange for all those other things this is going to offer me, okay? So you have to highlight what's in it for them. The second thing you need to do if you don't have a budget is to share what little budget you do have and then ask, hey, what can we get for this? What kind of service or resources can we get from this? It's possible that she might take her usual 40-minute dynamic presentation and in exchange do a 10-minute overview for that particular budget and she'll work with you. Or she can give you some resources that are not public, but they're private and just use your money to to cover that. You know, she can do a pre-recording versus a live. So, you know, those kinds of things matter. And so saying up front, you know, our budget is um, this, and we are wondering if there's any way we can hire you for anything in that range. And then the final thing that you can do if you do not have a budget for a speaker is to reach out to who your ideal person is and say what your little budget is and say, you know, we'd love to have you, but if this is not a good fit for you, if you can refer us to any of your colleagues who you think would be a good fit. And then boom, you were hooked up with somebody who's got the, the endorsement of one you trust. So these are some things to keep in mind uh, as you're trying to figure out how do I come correct when I slide in the DMs of this particular speaker. That's how you get it done. We end every episode with homework. So here is your homework for the week. I want you to make a checklist with the following four items. It should say one, market rate, two, social proof, and in parentheses, receipts, three, years of experience, and four, unique offering. And for those things, maybe you can do something where you create a scale of like one to five or one to 10. And I want you to measure this potential candidate that you're considering against that rubric of sorts. Because if you find yourself ticking off the list and saying like, gosh, she doesn't really have many years of experience doing this. She doesn't really have any video or proof that she's done this before. No testimonials. She's not really unique. Like we could ask anybody to speak to this particular subject. She's just one of many options. I mean, that kind of tells you right there, is this the best way to be spending your money? But if if you've got 10 to cross the board, well, then she might be worth investing in. If you have any questions and you want to figure out, okay, how do I bring speakers on? Or if you are an aspiring speaker and you want to actually tangibly get paid, like before the close of this year, 
for a speaking engagement, then we've got you. You're going to visit us at tellpublicrelations.com slash back to school. For back to school week, we're talking all about speaking in one of our sessions. We're giving you a pitch script so you know exactly what to say. We're helping you craft your actual message so you know that it's genuinely good and attractive to event coordinators. Those kinds of things we've got for you at tellpublicrelations.com slash back to school. And if you want to book a vision session, which is a 90-minute intense session of strategy to figure out tangible ways to get publicity for your specific business, that's at tellpublicrelations.com. If this wasn't enough and you want to stay after class for more, then join us at tellpublicrelations.com slash members only, where our private members get access to exclusive podcast content, PR trainings, and best of all, first dibs on real live media opportunities. That's tellpublicrelations.com slash members only. And until then, class dismissed.